Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Abigail. We're sisters. And we believe in ghosts. Welcome to Supernatural Sisters, a podcast all about ghostly encounters, bone-chilling monsters, and basically anything that goes bump in the night. Each week, we talk about a haunted place, a legendary monster, or a story that sends shivers down our spine. And maybe we'll talk about the pottery scene from Ghost. He's not a ghost in that scene. There are other parts of that movie where he's a ghost. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And remember, we we believe you. you. Hey, what's up, you guys? How are you, Haley? I'm good. How are you, Catherine? I'm okay. If it sounds a little funny, we're recording this a second time, so bear with us. We're trying to... We lost our audio file for the first one, so... Like, can you imagine, guys? We, you know... Worked our, we worked so hard yesterday, recorded for over an hour, and then gone. Audio file's just not there anymore, and I can't find a way to recover it, so. We are going to re-record it. What movie are we talking about today, Haley? Oh, wait, are we going to do the whole, like, I'm Catherine and I'm Haley? Whoa, I forgot about that. Uh, I I felt like we already did that, but, um. (laughs) Well, I'm Catherine. And I'm Healy. Um, I'm, and we are Saturdays for the Ghouls. A pod by podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what um, movie are we talking about today? We, ladies and gentlemen and ghoulies, are talking about Stay Alive. And if you guys followed us on Twitter or Instagram, you would know that. So... This movie came out in 2006. It is a special request from our dearest Catherine. Yay. I loved this movie when I was younger, back in 2006. (laughs) Oh, to go back to 2006. Um, (laughs) Not really. I was depressed then, too. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, no good. I was obsessed with this movie because of Frankie Muniz and Sophia Bush and Milo... And I can't say his last name. So Stay Alive, it's a movie from 2006, as we mentioned. Um, it got 5 out of 10 at a, on IMDb and 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. 84% of Google users did like this movie. Oh. Along with me and Catherine, obviously. Yes. We are Google users, I guess. 
Catherine, do you want to give your synopsis? Yes, I do. Can you still hear me? My favorite part. Okay, I'm preparing myself. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> we open up on the video <coughs> game. <laughs> Whoever is playing is getting owned. <laughs> <laughs> By this fucking noob. <laughs> noob. Um, <laughs> noob. Um, and so, Got here, scrub. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, one thing leads to another. Dead. Goner. In the game, at least. Damn. And then, you, get, you see who play, who's playing here. And, honestly, kind of hot for a noob. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, he's played by Milo, and we're not gonna th- talk about that because I don't know how to say his last name. Um, anyway, so he is like, I gotta call my bestie because I'm scared. And dialed up his bestie and was like, Yo, bestie, you gotta come play this game. It's awesome. He did not mention that he got wrecked, but I wouldn't either. I'd be too embarrassed. Anyway, then his bestie was like, Yeah, nah, I gotta do adult shit tomorrow. I gotta work. He goes, okay. He goes, but I'll come over tomorrow and we can hang out. Long story short, tomorrow never comes for this motherfucker. So, <laughs> why am I like, damn? <laughs> I'm telling it like a like a um Italian mob. Like <laughs> tomorrow never comes for him. Okay, but yeah. Unfortunately, one thing leads to another, and him and his roommates die. And guess how they died? Exactly how they died in the game. Crazy, right? Anyway. Great. <laughs> I don't know who this character is, but I like her. Um, <clears throat> anyway, after that, Friends. his bestie, Hutch, got his game stuff. And in that thing was that game that they played that last time that they were alive. And so him and his buds all decide it's a good idea to play this game. And... Unfortunately, then happens death, 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 death. And then, you know who really dies? The lady who keeps owning people in this game. The end. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the, and that's stay alive. Peace out, (laughs) y'all. The end. Bye. Poodles. <laughs> it's like then Catherine comes back in. What happened? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. That? I just blacked back in. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't know who that was. <laughs> so yes, thank you so much, Catherine, for that amazing synopsis. Okay. As always. Oh, call me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll call you uh, a month from now <laughs> for your synopsis needs. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. Anyway, okay. So, let's jump right into the nitty-gritty, the, you know, the details that we like to we like to do around like here. To spoil for you. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm sorry. 2006. If you did if you wanted to watch the movie, you would have. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you should have watched it by now. <laughs> Even if you didn't know about it, you should have watched it by now. <laughs> it's like how dare you not know about it? <laughs> So yes, this movie is from 2006. It is classified as an American supernatural horror film. 
which is such a mouthful. It's like they wanted they wanted um, like a bunch of like grabbing words. <laughs> yes. Um it was directed by William Brent Bell. Great name. Strong name. I know, I love that name. Strong. Yeah. It actually reminds um, me of Alexander Graham Bell. <laughs> Oh my god, it does. That's probably why. Do you, do you think he's related? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. Yes, William is the director and he co-wrote it with Matthew Peterman. Not as not as strong of a name, but we will accept it. <laughs> I was about to be like, I'm a little weak on the name there. <laughs> <laughs> so the the budget for this movie was twenty million dollars. Dang. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you think you made his money back, Catherine? Do I? No, I don't think it did, but I guess it probably did. <laughs> I mean, since you already know the answer because we have done this already. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe you forgot. I mean, that's why I'm, I'm trying to like, <laughs> I did try it for a second to be like, did it make back his money? But I vaguely remember it made seven million. <laughs> Yeah, they made twenty-seven point one million. Nice. At the box office. This isn't what you know. Now uh-huh. a kid would find this in one of those Kmart bins. Back then, it was like, yeah, it was like then... out on the shelves. But that would be like a today kid, like a t- ten-year-old today would look through those bins and find this movie. Yeah. Exactly. Just like just like me. So. Let's jump right in. So, we open up. It's video game. And it's this poor guy in, like, a haunt, like, this house. And there's, like, dead girls, like, trying to get him and whatever. Ghost and girls. he gets ghost girls. <laughs> and the poor guy gets spooked. And then by the, by this lady in a red dress, he gets shoved off the landing and he is now hanging and so he's dead yep the, the end that's it that was a great movie <laughs> <laughs> yes best two hours spent <laughs> anyway this character dies in the game and then we cut to him and this beautiful man is named loomis yes and he calls his buddy hutch and is like yo bro this game's so good. You gotta try it. You need to come over right now. <laughs> the other thing is about this, like, yo, bro, and, like, you know, getting wrecked and stuff. Like, n- the characters don't talk like that at all. So I don't we, I really don't. don't know where we're coming from that, except for the fact that we, we do play video games with guys who talk like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only, like, correlation is exactly. that the gamer guys that we play with sound like Yes. <laughs> These guys sound very normal and very well adjusted. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike the crackheads we actually play video games with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Exactly. Anyway, so yeah, so Loomis calls Hutch and he's like, man, this game's dope. Like, gotta play. Gotta come over right now, right now. And Hutch is like, nah, man, it's 9 p.m. It's past my bedtime. I gotta get up in the morning for work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you whenever I try to make plans with you and you're like how late is it when does it start it, things start at 9 that should start at 7 <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get it I know 
Hutch is like, no, nah, man, I work in the morning. Like, I'll come see you tomorrow. He's like, all right, bet. <laughs> um. <laughs> Again, and not so, the tone of the movie. <laughs> right. So Loomis, so your boy is just kind of there. And then he's like, huh. He kind of like leans back. He's getting a little uh, spooked. He's, yeah, he's getting a little spooked because it's like, Storming, and because of course it is. Um, the night you always play a scary video so, game, you're oh, it's always gonna be storming out, exactly. It's bad juju if it's not. I mean, I guess either way, he dies. So, um, anyway, yeah, so he's he's you know getting ready to go to bed, he's hearing like some banging noises. He goes and checks it out, it's just his roommates, you know, doing the devil's tango. Loomis is like, oh, my bad. Sorry. Continue on with your, your duties. Um, I'm going to go take it. I'm going to go to bed, you yeah. know, <laughs> by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a second. Let me get a nice cold glass of milk. <laughs> and no, he fell. He fell asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes to he goes nighty night. He wakes up. From like it's like a a flash of like that demon lady that like attacked him in the game, and he jumps up and he's like oh, oh, like in a sweat, you know, like he's he's been through it, man. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna go downstairs and get me some fucking milk, <laughs> an ice cold glass of regular milk. <laughs> <laughs> So he goes down, gets himself some milk. Um, there's also like, you know, the demon ghost lady, like shadows and everything. Meanwhile, like kind of trying to trying to scare the boy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's drinking his milk. He's getting a little like freaked out. It's quiet, and then all of a sudden he sees just this shadow, and it's getting bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam! <laughs> figure of a woman. And then he drops his milk and runs up the stairs. <laughs> and then it's like, kish. Just shit hits the fan at this point. <laughs> Everything's going crazy. The shadow's running all across the wall. Letting you know that she can fast travel no matter where the fuck you go. She's going to get you. And so he gets upstairs. Because for some reason, his first instinct was to run to his roommate's room. Uh-huh. And he busts in. And... uh they're dead straight up <laughs> straight up dead like like how they how he found their bodies in the yeah. game exactly like it and then he's just in shock he's stunned and then you just see this chain come around from the back and then he gets dragged off the staircase landing and he gets hung just like he did in the game crazy all right so, we cut to title card. <laughs> okay, move it along. <laughs> then, <laughs> then we cut to Hutch. You remember the bestie from the beginning? Yeah. Well, he is this actual man who is—he's cute. He's cute. Um, but he's at the office, you know, with his big boy job. Not some game beta tester like his friend Loomis, who is now dead. Um, 
But he's got his own big boy job. He's got like his little suit in like nice fancy shirt and tie. And he's talking to his his boy Miller, which is his boss. And he's like trying to ask for a day off, but Miller's kind of being a dick about it. And then Miller's talking about how he's trying to beat this game. So then Hutch, you know, gamer boy, is like, Ayo, why don't you try this trick? You know, left, right, left, right, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's how you do it. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, you know what? Thanks, bud. I'll try that. You can have that day off. And he's like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. (laughs) Everybody's all happy. And then all of a sudden, this assistant comes in and is like, Hutch, it's a call for you. He answers it, and then um, it's obviously the sad, tragic news that his buddy, who he just talked to less than 12 hours prior, is now dead. Imagine this. Riddle me this, Batman. You get the high of your boss saying you can have a day off (laughs) to go see your friend, and then the crushing heartache of, like, him being dead within, like, two minutes. That's fucked up. Awful. That's my 13th reason. Honestly, it would be my only reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll be done. <laughs> so yeah, Hutch is now um, the sad, depressy boy that you've ever seen. Hutch goes to his friend's funeral, and there's this weird-ass bitch that just comes out of nowhere and starts taking pictures of him. Like, up close and personal. <laughs> Which, mind you, I would not be as nice to this person if I was him. I'd be like, why the fuck are you taking pictures of me, it's weirdo? because he thought she was hot. Yeah, he's like, he's like I'm trying to I'm smash. To, I'm trying to smash. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, oh, Loomis, thanks for dying, man. Thanks oh for putting us together. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nah, but okay. This girl, her name is Abigail. We don't like her. They're, you know, becoming friendly. And they exchange numbers. Kumbaya, bye. Loomis's little sister brings Hutch this box of games because she's too young to have them. And he automatically sees the Stay Alive game that Loomis was playing before he died. And mind you, this game, like, so Loomis was a beta tester. This game is underground. Like, it's the only copy. No one knows of his existence. Like, so this intrigues Hutch and many of his friends who we are about to meet. So after the funeral, Hutch goes back to this little cafe where his friend, quote unquote, October, <laughs> October works. We love October. We love October. She is. Let me tell you. I said she is the goth girl of my dreams. Every time there's a goth girl, it's Haley's favorite character. She could be. The spawn of Satan. She is Haley's favorite character. <laughs> Haley has a very specific type of girl that she likes in movies, and it's always the edgy goth girl. I'm sorry. It's my aesthetic. Okay. <laughs> it, it's what I okay. It's what I what wish I aspire to be. be. Yeah, it's what I aspire to yeah. look like. It's how I look <laughs> on the inside. Yes, we meet October. And then we also meet her brother, Phineas, who is so funny. I love this guy. And then we hear about the game, and they're like, oh, like, fuck yeah, we're going to come over and play this game together. Then we get back to Hutch's, we get back to Hutch's apartment, and this is where we meet Swink. Swink! And 
And Swink is played by Frankie Muniz. (laughs) And he's like the tech, the tech geek. Yes. So all, so everybody gathers at Hutch's house and it's like, uh, they're going to all play this game in honor of Loomis. Like that's the whole point. So we got Swink and October and Phineas and Hutch. And then Hutch invites Abigail. (laughs) (laughs) Which October is not excited about. October's like, who the fuck is right. that bitch? <laughs> but they have this whole like gaming setup. Like, and it's. Amazing. I would love having this with my friends. Uh, honestly, like they all have their own monitors. Like, they're all in the same room. They're also joined by Miller, the Hedge's boss. And he's, he's playing from the office, so he's still at the office by himself dumb. at night, like a crazy dumb, person. Dumb. Which sets up the perfect place for, I don't know, some ghost lady to kill you. Right. I don't know. The thing is, is that, like, I, you guys, they didn't use any precautions knowing that the last three people to play this game are, di- are dead. Died. So, that's a little strange. So, yeah, so they all, like, they start to play it, and <clears throat> this is when we get, like, a description of what the game's about. So, they put the game in. It says, you know, title cards, stay alive. It opens, like, this diary opens up, and it's like a prayer. And they're all pressing buttons, trying to, like, figure out what the fuck's going on, because nothing's <laughs> happening. And Abigail's like, hmm, what if it's, like, voice activated? Like, what if we read it? And Swink's like, nah, that's next level technology. Like, that's not a thing. That's and then. <laughs> I mean, not I know. the new games that you would get, like, on a disc. Like, <laughs> obviously there's voice-activated, right. like, technology, but not in video games. <laughs> right. So, Hutch is like, I'm going to try anyway. Hutch reads the first part, and the words disappear. <laughs> all right. So, they all read it. And as soon as they read it, it lets them customize their characters and whatever. And then, meanwhile, there's this monologue in the background of this deep-voiced man (laughs) telling them the story of the game that they're playing and what the whole purpose of this game is. So, it's centered around this lady called Elizabeth Elizabeth Bathory. And she is actually... This is actually based on an actual person. But, um... It was this woman back in, like, the Renaissance days... She came from Romania, and she was very beautiful. And she basically did not want to get old. Like, that was her biggest fear. She hated mirrors. Like, she shattered all of her mirrors because she hated seeing how old she was getting. And apparently, she discovered that, or it was was probably a placebo effect or something. (laughs) But she discovered that blood from young girls made her feel like her face feel more tight and like young and youthful. So she starts kidnapping a bunch of little girls and killing them for their and like draining them of their blood to like bathe in it. So, you know, normal, normal Renaissance lady things. Normal Renaissance things, you know. Just Renaissance things. So the game is basically 
you're discovering the secrets of it's like called Rouge or something plantation. I don't know, but you're like discovering the secrets of it. But you have to watch out for the little ghost girls and obviously the ghost of the countess. But also the little monologue guy is also telling you like, oh, if you feel like you're in danger, drop a rose. And I guess there's like a a legend or something that evil can't cross like a wild thorn or something like that. So roses are used as like a defense. Some crap like that. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this game sounds pretty dope if you could play it in real life without having to die. Because I die straight up so Honestly. Much in any game. So like I can't. I can't play one of those games that you like. You play it and you die in real life. Like. <laughs> I'd be dead. <laughs> I know. I'm like, damn, they just expect you to be good at this game, like, right off the bat. Right. <laughs> it's taking me so long to be decent at Call of Duty right. Zombies. Like, <laughs> it takes me a while. I die a lot geez. before I got good. <laughs> exactly. Another little tidbit was um, Elizabeth Bathory used to be in, like, a horse drawn carriage, and that's how she would pick up the girls. That's the only little fact because throughout the movie, they just hear horses <laughs> all the time. That's the point of the game. So they're all playing the game. It's like this like little montage of them all playing the game. They're doing great. Uh, Finn and Miller are like running through the cemetery. They're killing little ghost girls and everything. They get separated. <clears throat> Miller comes across a torture chamber he starts freaking the fuck out like he's never seen blood before. And he drops his last rose and he's freaking out because he's like, oh my god, I'm out of I'm out of roses. And lo and behold, he dies. They even asked if he was like, he gets, okay. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Like, maybe make it a little more obvious that you needed some help. Right. Like, I need backup over here, man. Med kit, med kit, something. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever gamer dudes yell when they're dying. <laughs> Oh on, me, on me, on me, on me. Right here, right here, right here. Right here. <laughs> Where? <laughs> but yeah, so Miller ends up getting stabbed in the neck with some scissors and in the game. And <laughs> and this is like the cutoff point for everyone because he's dead now in the game. And then they realize, oh shit, it's pretty late. Maybe we should stop. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, they do like a, uh, they're like, oh yeah, we'll just meet back up tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, 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 like we'll do that. And then they're like, Tulumis, Tulumis, and they all hang up, get off the game. And then, um, you know, Miller's like packing up, ready to go. And he starts seeing shadow people. Starts getting the spookies. Yeah, gets all the spooks <laughs> and stuff. He's like, oh, it's probably just some security guy. Wrong. He walks out of his office, closes the door. It the door opens back up on its own. He's which already like almost the elevator. Point, like, yeah, exactly. Like he's already like ninety percent of the way home. Like he could have just right. continued on. Like, oh well, his right. office he's is almost scot free. He did not need to stay, but unfortunately, what did he do, Haley? Unfortunately, he goes back and closes his door again, which. It reopens. So he takes it upon himself to go into his office to, like, you know, 
check it out, whatever. And he's hearing like this vibration noise, which is coming from his controller. And then while he's like distracted, trying to grab the controller, he gets ambushed by the ghost lady and he gets stabbed in the neck with the scissors. He gets straight up owned like he did in the game. So he dies. Are we seeing a common theme here? No? Okay, let's move on to the next death then. <laughs> don't get so mad at them. They don't... <laughs> um, <laughs> they didn't do anything. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I mean sorry, stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, spooky babes. I'm just being a bitch. <laughs> I know. Alright, so Miller's dead. Hutch comes to work the next day. Cops everywhere. Hutch is like, what the fuck? Like, I just talked to him. Two detectives are like, oh, really? Hmm. Like, you just... Really? You suspect number one. You super sus. <laughs> like, so they're talking and everything. And Hutch is an automatic suspect because, of, of course. course, he is. This is at the point where, like, Hutch is like, hmm. Maybe there's something up with this game. Because they found, like, after he saw his boss dead. They found his body in the game and it was exactly how he died in real life. So Hutch is like, alright, there's something. <laughs> spooky, spooky about this game. Like, there's right. something going on. He's like, people play, people die, people die in real life. Like, <laughs> oh shit. So they all vow to not play the game anymore. Come to find out, they start all experiencing weird shit. Like, seeing shadows, seeing dead girls in, like, reflections, like, just being fucked right. with, you know? Finn is, like, he he hears, he's, like, working on his car or something, and he hears a horse. So then they all regroup, except for Finn, because he is on the road stuff. So Finn is now driving. He's driving in his car. And he's singing the song, you know, getting into it. Funky, <laughs> you know? And he sees a girl, a dead girl in the middle of the road standing, and he swerves to, like, miss it. And so now he's off the road. He gets out, and he's like, what the fuck? And then this is when October calls him, because he's not with the rest of the group. And he's like, no, 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 I'm on my way. Like, I'll be there in a few minutes. And then um, they hang up. And then next thing you know, Phineas hears the horse again. And he's, like, looking around, and then, bam, gets hit by a horse-drawn carriage. And he is now dead. It's so sad. But, yes, so he dies, and then it's becoming a little suspicious now that he's not showing up yet. He's not answering his phone anymore. They go to try to find him, and they find him on the side of the road dead. And October has, like... A mental breakdown because that's her, her little brother. Right. This is when they all discover that the game basically plays itself because no one else, no one had played the game since they vowed not to play the game. But when they looked at Phineas's profile, he was dead in the oh, game. He died in real so, life. Yeah, exactly. The detectives show up again. Hutch is automatic number one suspect. He tries to tell the detective like his theory, but obviously they think he's crazy. <laughs> and King, who is a real douchebag, 
He's the douchebag detective. He was like, what's this game all about? And he starts playing it, like, on the little laptop that they have. And Swink tries to, like, be like, no, nah, dude, no. Like, no, bro, you don't want this. You don't you want don't none want of this eat. Like, Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> this guy literally has probably never played a game in his damn life because... He's literally playing this game for like two seconds and he's already in some saw <laughs> jigsaw inspired trap getting his fucking like head ripped open. Like this man's a fucking scrub noob, whatever. He's, like, he's one of those people that dies in the game. tutorial. Like he wasn't yes. playing long enough to even get into the real game. <laughs> exactly. He was he died in the tutorial. Yes. <laughs> he he dies. Hutch like freaks out at him and then they start freaking out on him and he's even more sus. He was, like, begging the other detective, like, just please, sir, like, look into it. Whatever. And then the guy's like, alright, fine. So, King goes to the local, like, game shop. And he's, like, talking to this tweaker kid. And he's like, he's like, yo, you heard about Stay Alive? He's like, nah, man. Like, what is that? Like, it's, like, it's like this man was like addicted to video games, like as a drug. So he was like, he was tweaking. He was like, "What is that? Can it in the underground? Oh my god, yeah. underground!" Like, um. But yeah, so he knows nothing about this game, and he calls the other detective and is like, "Yeah, ain't diddly shit squat on this damn game. Like, no one knows anything about it." And then, as he gets off the phone. With the guy, with his partner, he looks in his rearview mirror. Bam, ghost girl. Bam, in in similar trap <laughs> as was in game. Bam, blood on windshield. All we hear is a rip and a scream, and boy your boy dead. dead. Honestly, um, yep. We so, didn't like him. No one liked him. I know he was a dick, but yeah, so he's dead. And for some reason, this automatically, well, I guess it's because it was a cop, but everyone's, like, super pissed off in the police department area, and they immediately come to, like, Hutch's apartment trying to arrest them, but the only one there, like, they brought a lot of fucking, like, people, so, but the only people at the place was Swink and October, and they were on the phone with Hutch, and they were like, oh my god, we gotta go, we gotta go. So they all um, meet up at Loomis, Loomis's house. Because they were like, bro, we got to figure this shit out. Like, he sees, find out where he got that right. game from. They all meet up at Loomis's. And Hutch, they find the address where the game came from. And they're like, okay, we got to go check it out. This is when they discover that October is missing. So they're like, Where's October? And Swink's like, oh, she went out to smoke. Mind you, they're in a nice neighborhood. Nice nice neighborhood. I don't know why the fuck October decides to take her happy ass all the way down to like, like, a mile, two miles down the road to this house that's being constructed. I'm like, bro, just stand outside. But... But yeah, so she walks all the way down to this house that's being constructed, and she sees shadow people and, like, dead girl inside. So she's like, I'm gonna go check it out. Because I'm spooky babe. I'm spooky babe, too, right. and I want to go and see. And also, 
has a um, vengeance she, out for her brother, those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the revenge plot right. for sure. So yeah, she goes in there, and she, you know, hot bopping around, whatever. And then meanwhile, everyone's running <laughs> down the block, which is when I was like, "Damn, why'd she go so far?" <laughs> and so they're all like running. And they get there, like, right as she she got, like, hung by her ankles, by these shackles. And she's hanging down by her feet upside down. And the countess lady appears. And, um, October's, like, freaking out, screaming. And then she realizes at that point that she's going to die. <laughs> because they all showed up just in time, and there's no way to get into this fucking house, even though there's no windows, no doors, no nothing. Under construction. <laughs> right. So she just, like, she calms down, looks at the ghost lady, and she gives her the stinger. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then the ghost lady slices her throat. Damn. So, yeah, so at this point, Hutch is, like, really sad. <laughs> because... Again, we we never went over this because you said to wait until we meet her. But I, there is a source that says that Hutch and October were not dating. There's a source that says that they were dating. <laughs> I'm like, bro, which one is it? Because when I watched it, I thought they were a couple. Which there is an unrated version of this movie that has more, like, has like 15, 20 minutes of mm -hmm. deleted scenes in it, and. I think, if I remember correctly, there's, like, more loving scenes between her and Hutch. So, I'm like, maybe that's why I thought so. And, but I don't know. But this is why I was saying I hated Abigail. Like, that's my reasoning for hating Abigail. Because she was so all over Hutch all the time. And I was like, back the fuck up, bitch. That's October's man. Like, you know. I feel like I thought that they were dating, too. Back when I first watched it. But, like... I also, when I watched it again this time, they, at least the version we watched, they didn't kiss, they hugged. She calls everyone kind of like, sweetie, honey, you know, babe, like that kind of stuff. So she's not like, she's she's very affectionate in that kind of way. So it, it can be confusing, I guess. But it could also have been that they were, you know, buds with benefits. And then... All of a sudden, no benefits after right. they met Abigail. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Regardless of if they were dating or not, October was jealous of Abigail's attention that she got. Exactly. Anyway. So, yeah. So, October's dead. Hutch is, like, overly upset. Like, he just lost his, you know, friends <laughs> and benefits. Um. <laughs> Or girlfriend, whichever. Or bestie. <laughs> or maybe it's that he lost like, four people in, I one, mean, in one like sitting. Three people in one sitting. Eh, eh, don't, Three people don't make in like, two days. <laughs> now it's just Hutch, Abigail, and Swink at this point. So they decide to, you know, alright, we gotta go check out this address that we found for the gaming developer. They arrive at this plantation, which 
strangely looks a lot like the one in the game. Aw, weird. <laughs> but since, you know, the game plays in itself, and it's almost like their avatars in real life are still, like, who they are in real life is they're still, like, moving, you know, like, in the game. So it's like right. they're their avatars now. So Swink takes it upon himself to stay in the van and play the game as a distraction for the countess <laughs> bitch. And so Hutch and Abigail go into the plantation. The door is majestically unlocked. They get in there. They're, like, searching everywhere. And um, they end up getting sep- They're, like, exploring, like, separate areas. And Swink and Hutch are talking on the phone. And he hears, like, Abigail scream, so obviously she's in trouble because she got herself stuck in a sticky situation by snooping around. She's being, like, held down by these ghost girls, and, like, the Countess is trying to kill her. And so Hutch is, like, swink, like, I need to find her. So literally, he's, like, giving him directions on how to get back to where she is. And there's, like, a door locked. There's, like... Well, I was actually, there's actually two, yeah. like, doors locked. And he's like, how the fuck do you know this swing? Like, telling him where to go. And then there's this area that's locked. And he was like, man, I need a crowbar. And then Swink drops a crowbar in the game. <laughs> and now it's there. And, and he's like, oh, shit. Unlocks it. And then the door is locked. And he's like, oh, I have a key. And then he, like, unlocks the door in the game. And then the door becomes right. unlocked. And then Hutch is like, what the fuck is going on? It's just blending reality and with then, the game, um, just even more. Pretty much, yeah. And then um, they find Abigail in the game and in real life and save her by throwing roses. And that's when they realize we're on the fucking bitch's property. <laughs> <laughs> it took them long enough to figure it out. <laughs> From the game. Right. So the, earlier, October was telling the legend of Elizabeth Bathory because it was a childhood, like, trauma thing that their grandmas would, like, tell them and scare them, you know? Because it was a story that they would tell them so that they would be home before dark. But in the story, it was told that Elizabeth Bathory, she was committed for her crimes by they the townspeople locked her ass up in this tall-ass tower, and she basically vowed to always to mm. come back. And so, hmm, I think this is how she's doing mm. it. Maybe. <laughs> After they realize that they're in the fuck, like, basically on the property of, of this woman, they see the cemetery in the game, and they see the tall-ass tower, and they're like, hmm, we That's, gotta go in there. where she is. <laughs> yep. So, Hutch and Abigail go into the tower. Swink is helping them as much as he can. But, the bitch has other ideas in mind. She starts fucking with Swink. She figures it out, because she's smart. Smart you know, smart lady. She waits for, for Swink to, you know, get out of the van and, like, have the game paused, you know? And she's like, no, we're gonna continue this gameplay. She shuts the, she shuts the door with her magical ghost powers. And starts the game, and there's this horse-drawn carriage coming towards Swink's uh, character that's just standing in the middle of the road. 
And he's like, bitch. He's like, what the fuck? So then he barely, he barely does it. He reaches his hand inside like this, like, weird side window in the van and touches the controller just enough to roll his body out of the, roll his avatar out of the way. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, fuck with me. <laughs> and then in real life, he hears a horse carriage and he was like, yeah, he's like, that's cheating. I'm not dead yet. So then he's like, fuck the game. And he starts bolting. Like, he just Bolton. goes. Troy, Bolton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's just fucking Troy Bolton through them damn <laughs> gotta, woods. Gotta get my head in the game. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So he's zooming. He's zooming through the fucking things. He falls amongst these rose bushes. The horse carriage stops. Bitch ghost comes out with her shears. And she's like, she's like, all right, I'm going to stabby stab you, I think. And then Hutch and Abigail are like, oh, no, Swink, no. So they're running back to the van as fast as they can. BD Gonzalez and this shit. And then they see on the laptop that his character is dead. Uh, and they're like, no, Swink. I know, right? The last, yeah. So then now it's just Abigail and Hutch, and they're like, they find the rose bush, and they're like, so they stuff the bag full of roses, and they're like, all right, we got to do this. They have to finish what they started. So they go to the tower. They ward off some ghost girls at that time through the tunnels. They're they're in this torture chamber that they found and Hutch starts to head up the stairs to the main part of the tower where where the body where the yeah. ghost lady's body is and well what would you know the fucking door shuts closed and now Abigail and Hutch are separated because of course they would be um so Hutch being the gentleman he is gives her his last rose to protect her One rose she's just there Abigail's down, being all sad, depressed, doing the he loves me, he loves me not. With the rose petals. And I'm like, bitch, why the fuck you wasting it? But as soon as she's almost done, it gets it starts to go dark around her, which means ghost ladies coming, you know. What they have to do to get rid of the ghost and everything. They have to nail three nails into the body. One in the head, one in the neck, and one in the chest. So that is what Hutch is currently doing while Abigail is screaming for her life while uh, being hung upside down and about to be drained of her blood. So Hutch finally gets to the very last nail. And as soon as that last nail goes in, the ghost disappears and goes right back in and basically goes back into the body. He's slowly packing up, like, ready to go, you know, like, end-of-day duties. And then the body, Elizabeth Bathory, re- her body reanimates, and she gets up. And you just hear the, like, the clinking noises. Pulled out of her skull. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, bitch, you thought. He, luckily, luckily for this man, he has... The shiny reflective yes. laptop with him. And she, remember, she does not like her reflection because she doesn't right. like seeing that she's getting old. 
And the bitch looks so old now. <laughs> he faces it. But yeah, so he shows her her own reflection. She starts screaming at it. And at that moment, he's like, light the bitch on fire. So he like lit her on fire. And he has this huge right. fear of fire. <laughs> so he starts sitting in the corner and he's like screaming. And then all of a sudden, bam, in comes Swink and Abigail with a bunch of fucking roses and is like yelling at Hutch, like, hurry up, let's go, let's go, let's get out. And it's like, oh, he's still alive. (sighs) Yeah. And then they they made it out, live happily ever after. And um, we we think it's over, right? It comes to black. We think it's over. Then we open up to that same video game store that we were at earlier with that detective with the tweaker guy. And there's just hundreds of copies (laughs) of the Stay Alive game. And, you know, it's playing the demo on the screen. And then it just ends with this monologue of all of the players from earlier saying that opening prayer. Because turns out, that's what causes the bitch to wake up. Is saying that like yeah. it's like a seance almost. Like allows you. So it, it allows. It's just a monologue. <laughs> exactly. So they start saying it. It's just a monologue of them saying it, and then it like zooms in on the demo screen, and then you just see the ghost lady in the tall tower, single window, and then, bam, black screen. Roll credits. Also, mind you, the cover for this game is the most boring movie cover I've ever, or video game cover I've ever seen. It just says two words, stay alive. And that's it. Oh, yeah. And it's like just a black cover with red letters. (laughs) Just like, but yeah, that's stay alive. Yes. I have one little fun fact about this movie that I thought was so funny. This movie is technically. Yes, exactly. This movie is technically considered a Disney movie. Oh, yeah, I saw that when I was trying to figure out if October was the girlfriend or not. <laughs> but yeah, that was my little fun fact that I found. There's not a whole lot on the movie, but but Catherine, what would you what would you rate this movie? Um if you add the nostalgia factor for me, it would be like an 8. But uh, if you like take out nostalgia and just like rate it as a straight up movie, it'd probably be more like a six. Yeah, I would probably base the sa- I would probably say the same thing because honestly, right. it's the nostalgia for me. I don't know what I don't know what it is when you watch a movie um, when you're growing up. Like it's just di- like it's different. Like it hits different when you watch it again when you're a grown up. We have higher standards now. I also, and again, I don't know if maybe it's because I saw the unrated version when I was younger, but I could have sworn there was more gore in it than there was actually in it. Oh, yeah. The unrated version has way more gore. But, like, is it way more or just, like, a little bit more? I guess a little bit. Yeah, it it shows, like, more, like, blood, more gut, like, more gore. Well, thank you for bringing us uh, Stay Alive. You're welcome. Special request from you, so you're welcome. If if you guys would like, you can always follow us on social media in case you get a little lonesome between uploads. 
um, the uploads. Instagram and Facebook and TikTok <laughs> are all Saturdays for the Ghouls. Twitter is for the Ghouls. So you can follow us there, and if you miss us, you can check out our posts there during the week. We're going to a horror convention this in a couple weekends, and it's going to be really fun. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So we will probably have some stories to tell you when we get back about the horror convention. Haley, do you have anything else to tell the Spooky Babes before we wrap up? Stay spooky. Okay, Spooky Babes. You heard it here first. <laughs> stay spooky. And you know how you stay spooky. You do something nice for yourself. Drink your water. Exactly. Go for a stupid if... hot girl walk. <laughs> do a face mask. Or dance around in your bedroom to emo music. Have your own personal emo night. We appreciate you very much. And come join us next time. And if you loved our podcast, please leave us five stars. And we will see you in your nightmares. We're Malice After Midnight. A podcast that focuses on true crime. We want you to feel like you're part of the conversation. And sometimes we deal with pretty dark subject matter. But we always manage to have a good time. She dragged the body into a closet before she bled the body out and cut it into nine pieces. Nine pieces, okay. Now the Christine's following... counting arms and legs. There's four, <laughs> two arms, two legs. I mean, I'm counting. The head is a piece. Four, five, head... cut the body in half. That's six, seven. There's two more pieces. I'm not sure. Maybe she cut the, the feet. Two, four, six, eight... Nine and the head and left the body. So hands, feet, legs, arms, head, head, body. shoulders, knees, knees and toes, knees and toes. <laughs> so check us out. We're Malice After Midnight with Tina, Steve, and Christine.